Hatchet from Chesterfield, Virginia. It's Brendan Miller, Robert Durazio, and here's where you're wrong. Hey everybody, it's Thursday, April 13th. Playoffs are right around the corner. I'm Robbie Durazio with my co-host here, Brendan Miller. How are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. It's a great day for another episode of Here's Where You're Wrong. Uh, playoffs ended, uh, the regular season ended pretty abruptly last night as the Brooklyn Nets set. A lot of their players against the Chicago Bulls, which had a lot of playoff implications as it pretty much just determined that the Miami Heat wouldn't win the playoffs, win or lose. Let's get into the playoffs a little bit here. First game, got Golden State versus Portland. Who do you got? Uh, obviously, I think Golden State will either sweep or win in five. Golden State is just the most talented team in the league, and Portland is no match for them. I do want to give a little shout-out to Damian Lillard and C.J. McCollum as they are a great talent. I mean, what they have in the backcourt should be a much better team than they are, but they just have no help in the front court, no help on defense, and Portland gets swept in this one, sadly. I got Golden State in five. Um, Damian Lillard's second half of the season was absolutely remarkable. His first half wasn't so good, but he led this team to a playoff berth in the second half single-handedly, I think. I know C.J. McCollum's there. They got a they got a pretty talented roster. I just think that Golden State's going to be a little too much. I mean, the last game, Damian Lillard did have 59 points the last game he did play, and that was just absolutely remarkable. But I think he's going to lead them to one win in Rip City, but I don't think he can get past two wins in, in Golden State as a mf five. Mm-mm. What do we got in that Spurs Grizzlies series? Who you got this is going to be a great matchup. I mean, they are both slow ball moving team. They don't like to get on run. They're half court offenses and great defenses. It's going to be a great matchup. That's going to be head to head, battle it out through every single game. Um, I'm going to go Spurs in six. I think Memphis gets two wins, one on the road, one at home. I think that Popovich is just a great mental leader for this team and. Kawhi Leonard on defense will lead this team to four victories after two losses. You know, actually, I think that I think it will be a Spurs and Saints game. But these both these teams have played more up tempo this year, especially the Grizzlies. I mean, they have gone from being one of those the slowest teams in the NBA to picking up the pace, and it's because they needed to adapt. They needed to do evolve into the team that is playing right now. And those are fast teams shooting threes a lot. Mike Conley has been a great. Uh, ball handler, facilitator for his team. Marcus Hall's been, been a great, great point guard throughout well. his entire career. Um, but you know, I think it's going to be—it's a good matchup for the Grizzlies. But when you got Kawhi Leonard, when you got Lamarcus Aldridge, and Greg Popovich as your head coach, it's—it's just—it's—it's it's like an overmatch right there for the Spurs. I've got them in six. Uh, Rockets Thunder here. I mean, we got a battle between two MVP candidates. Rockets did go three and one against the Thunder this year. Uh, who do you got in this one? My Thunder. I mean, I really think they can do it. I mean, the Rockets are going to be a, a – that's going to be a great matchup watching Russell Westbrook and James Harden go head-to-head against each other. Also, another matchup that's going to be on the court to look forward to is Patrick Beverly versus Russell Westbrook because there's much history between them as Patrick Beverly reached for a ball they probably shouldn't have earlier. Probably 2014 tore Russell Westbrook's uh, meniscus and he couldn't play in the playoffs. And that led to an OKC early exit from the playoffs when they had championship potential. So there's going to be head-to-head battles throughout this entire series. And it's just going to be a hard-nosed, tough matchup. I'm going to go OKC in seven. I got to take the Rockets in this one. I mean, I'm loving the matchup. I'm loving the series. But it's not going to come down to Ross and versus James Harden. It's going to come down to the other players in the series. And if you look at the Rockets, they have, I think, most of their lineup, other than Russell Westbrook, is better than the Thunder. When you got a guy like Lou Williams coming off the bench, and Trevor Ariza, he has veteran ex- leadership. Uh, he's got playoff experience. Eric Gordon can shoot the three really well. And Patrick Beverly, 
is a phenomenal defender. I mean, he's not going to lock down Russell Westbrook by any means. Russell Westbrook is still going to probably go off for a triple-double every game. But he's going he's gonna to calm down the storm a little bit, and he's going to help this Rockets team win in six games, I think. I think it's going to be a six games. I think it's going to be part of the most exciting first-round series. I just think the Rockets overmatch the Thunder in literally every asset other than the fact that they have the MVP candidate, and that's all they really have to me. So I got the Rockets winning that one. Let's go to the Clips. Versus the Jazz. Uh, once again, the Clips were three and one versus the Jazz this year. Uh, who do you got in this one? Jazz new to the playoffs, I think. This might be. They have a guy like Rudy Gobert, who's been a superstar. I mean, mm-hmm. Gordon Hayward's another superstar. This time's a young, talented group. Who do you got in this one? Uh, the Clippers are the most disappointing team year after year. I'm gonna go with them in the first round in seven again. I think this is another great series. But I just think the Clippers, they hit their ceiling after the first round. Blake Griffin, Chris Paul, two great talents in the league, two superstars, two amazing players. And then you got a guy like DeAndre Jordan, who's an athletic freak, who can jump about as high as anybody in the league. I mean, you you got three great talents right there. But then Clippers just, they hit their ceiling already. Doc Rivers is a great coach. They got a good bench in Austin Rivers. And... Guys like Jamal Crawford, I mean, they this is a great team, but they're not getting past Golden State, and they might not get past Utah. Clippers are going to disappoint again, and it might be time for Blake Griffin to move on from the Clippers. Clippers did win their last seven games of the season. I don't know if that really matters that much, but they are hitting their stride a little bit right now. The Clippers are, I think they're going to win this series in seven games. I think it's going to come down to veteran uh, leadership, uh, playoff experience again. I think Chris Paul just is going to be a little too much. I love this, this Utah Jazz team. I mean, George Hill came on from the leaving the Pacers to come here, and he's played an incredible season. Rodney Hood's a great player as well. Uh, I think it's going to be a phenomenal series to watch. I mean, if Joe Johnson can put up numbers off the bench, I think the Jazz have a huge opportunity. I really like to win. Gordon Hayward. Gordon Hayward is one of the most fun guys in the league to watch. He will battle. He's kind of like Russell Westbrook. They both have the same amount of energy. I mean, not the talent's not there for Gordon Hayward, but Gordon Hayward will battle every single minute that he's on the floor. Leave it all on the floor. He's a really fun guy to watch. Oh, I definitely think so. He's he's a phenomenal player, white boy. Mm-hmm. Love him. Um, but. I got to go with the Clips in seven games. I think it's going to be a tight series. Just a little too much talent, I think, and a little too much veteran experience, uh, playoff experience for for the Clippers. Let's go to the Eastern Conference side now. You got the Bulls taking on the Celtics first round. Who do you got in this one? Honestly, I'm mad if I'm the Celtics. I'm mad at the Nets if I'm the Celtics. I mean, I want want to play the Heat if I'm the Celtics. I don't want to play this Bulls team at all. I wish the Bulls were out and the net and, and the Heat were in because I like the Heat more. I think they got a young team. I think they deserved it with their late push. But any either way, the Boston's going to come out of this. I think it's going to be a little tougher. I think they're going to get in six or seven this game compared to if they were playing the Heat, they probably got in four or five. I, I disagree with that a little bit. Uh, you know, I think the Heat would have been a tougher matchup, I believe, for, for the Celtics, although the Celtics did, I think, sweep the Heat. Uh, the, the Bulls, when they beat the Celtics earlier in the season, they had Todd Gibson, who was a phenomenal rebounder. And really, the Celtics' kryptonite has been there rebounding all year. If they can't rebound, they can't win. And unless Dwayne Wade turns back the clock and Rajon Rondo turns back the clock, which could easily happen. Especially with think, Rondo's roots from Celtics. I think he wants oh, yeah. to put out a little statement I mean, there. Rondo's been hot lately. Don't get me wrong. The Bulls should have gave him the keys, I mean, all year long. I know he's a little tough guy to play with, but... I mean, when he he's he's been hot lately. When those three guys can play together, Butler, Rondo, and Wade, I, this is a scary team. If I'm the Boston Celtics right now, but you got to think, you know, if I say Boston Celtics, their kryptonite is rebounding. Uh, the Bulls play Nikola Mirotic at the four now a lot, 
and that's mm-hmm. not going to scare them rebounding wise. And I think mm-hmm. if the Celtics no. can rebound no, they the ball, like to, they like to spread the floor because he's really a good shooter. And Butler and Wade and Rondo are not really great outside perimeter shooters, so they put a Miritich to spread the floor and to open up the three point jump oh, shot. Oh yeah, a little bit. and that's going to allow the Celtics to get more rebounds. I think Isaiah Thomas is going to be a little too much in this series. I mean, Boston's going to win. I think there's no doubt in six. I'll go six. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think the rebounding edge. I mean, this is a scary series for Boston. Don't get me wrong. I think so. But I too. just think the rebounding advantage, uh, the fact that they don't have Taj Gibson anymore, is going to be a little too much. Let's go uh, Pacers versus the Cavs. I love, I, I'm telling you, I love the matchups all over the playoffs, especially in the East. You got the Pacers and the Cleveland Cavaliers right here. Paul George, LeBron James, two of the best three guards in the. In the NBA, going head to head, they have history of battling it out, and Paul George is going to shut down LeBron James for the most part. Oh now Cleveland is going to win this series, but I think it's majority on Kyrie's hands. I think Kyrie's going to put up forty a game, and LeBron James, he's not going to. You can't quiet down LeBron James because he's LeBron James. But Paul George is going to battle it out with him, and Paul George is going to lead this team to I think six games. I'm going to go sweet for the Cleveland Cavaliers wow. in this one. The last wow. time the Pacers. Uh, play Cleveland. I mean, play Cleveland. Both LeBron and Paul George, I think, would have over forty points. Yeah, I cannot wait to watch that matchup. I just don't think the matchup's right for the Pacers. I think the Pacers. I mean, if I think the Bulls would have been a harder matchup, I think. I think the Pacers. I don't know. I just don't. I think they only have Paul George, honestly. Um, they have other pieces like Monte Ellis, but I think Paul George is pretty much the. If you shut down Paul George, this team is is nothing. They also got Miles Turner down low, battling it out for rebounds. He's a great young talent. That, but I just think that. For me personally, Cleveland's going to sweep the Pacers. They're just overmatched in every category. I think if if the Pacers played maybe a Boston team, I think they could maybe win one or two games. But Cleveland overmatches them. I think. And thank God for the category. Cavaliers. They don't play the Bulls. Cavaliers have not played the Bulls well at all this year. I want to oh, say yeah. the series like three to one or something. I think if Boston Bulls. played Indiana, it would have been an easier matchup. And I think if Cleveland played the Bulls, it would have been hard. I think if they switched, then that would have been tough for both mm-hmm. teams. Let's go three versus six. Toronto versus Milwaukee. Who you got in this series? This is another. I love both these teams. I love Giannis Antetokounmpo. That guy is the funnest guy to watch in the NBA. I don't care if you're not a fan of the Bucks. If you hate the Bucks, this guy, he's a seven-foot guy that can dribble. He can shoot. He can play defense. He was top 20 in steals, rebounds, points, and assists. Never to be done in NBA history. He just broke a record. This guy is so fun, and I would love to see them win. But the way Kyle Lowry came back, automatically gelling, with guys like DeMar DeRozan, Serge Ibaka, and P.J. Tucker. I think Toronto's going to be too much. And I think Toronto just picked up the slack and can be a favorite in this East. So I'm going to go Toronto in five. Oh, I got Toronto in five, too. I mean, I love Malcolm Brogdon. He's been a rookie sensation this year. Chris Milner can shoot the lights out. And Giannis is, I mean, he's a beast. But uh, the additions that Toronto made this season, and Serge Ibaka, picking up guys like P.J. Tucker, they still have guys like Corey Joseph coming off the bench. They have mm-hmm. Damari Carroll, who can is a 3 and D kind of guy. And yeah. don't get me wrong, two superstars and Kyle Lowry and DeMar DeRozan. I think it's just going to be way too much, way too much playoff experience against a young, young Milwaukee team. Uh, and it's, it's just it, they're going to overmatch them in every category. I agree with you on that one. Toronto will get to who I got going to the, my finals, but they're a definite favorite. I think in the East, especially with the guys they have, if they can gel together, um, they're a definite favorite for me. Four versus five matchup here. Washington versus Atlanta. Who do you got? I'll go Washington. And this is going to be this is going to be a seven game series. It's going to come down to the final final few possessions in this seven game series. 
I really like Paul Millsap on for Atlanta, but Washington with John Wall and Bradley Beal and guys like that will lead this team to victory in seven games, a hard-fought battle, and they're going to be tired, and Celtics will move on again, I believe, in that game. But I'm going to go Washington in seven. I barely, mean, barely. I mean, Paul Millsap's buzzer beater against uh, Cleveland was pretty awesome. That was awesome. That was an awesome thing. Wizards are 3-1 and one versus the Hawks this year. Uh, Wizards, once again, this is a team that's incredibly talented with John Wall. I don't think he's going to allow them to lose in the first round of this mm-hmm. series. I mean, who who does that really – I mean, Dwight Howard, he's been okay this year. Tim yeah. Hardaway Jr. has been probably one of their best scorers, I honestly think. Uh, you got guys like Dennis Schroeder who's been inconsistent. I like, um, I like Dennis Schroeder I just think the lot. Hawks are a very inconsistent basketball team, and I got the Wizards in six. I think they're going to take advantage of, of the lapses that the Hawks have every game. And when you got a guy like Brad Beal who can shoot the lights out and uh, John Wall, backcourt's just too I don't know. I think, I think Atlanta's a good defensive team also. I mean, Atlanta's not going to let this game go in six or five or four. They're going to put it up seven. And I could, I honestly think Atlanta could pull out, come out of this series easily. I got to disagree with you on that one. I mean, the Hawks, who's that one superstar kind of guy? I mean, Paul Millsap, Paul you can kind of say. And then you got Dwight Howard rebounding and playing. Dwight and, Howard's very inconsistent. He's never been. I mean, he's, he's averaging 12.3 rebounds a season. Yeah, rebounding on defensive end, yeah, that's what normal centers should do. Um, 12.3 rebounds is a lot of rebounds. Marcin Gortat's going to get his, just as much rebounds, I think, in a series as him. I just think the Wizards, I mean, you got to think. Otto Porter Jr., Kelly Oubre Jr. We both got the Wizards in that one. I got him in six, you got him in seven. Let's go second round. We both have. Uh, this, well, you actually have the Spurs versus the Thunder. I have the Spurs versus the Rockets. Who you have in the Spurs versus the Thunder? If the Thunder can get to this round, I really think this matchup favors them. I think the Thunder are a high-paced team, and I, this one's going to be unpredictable for me. I'm going to be rooting my butt off at the Thunder. Trust me on that, but I really think the Spurs will pull it out in a close, tough matchup. It could See, the thing is, if it, if it goes to seven games, I think the Thunder are going to grab it in San Antonio. But if not, I think the Spurs could sweep. I think they could get it in five. This is very unpredictable. I'm going to go San Antonio in six. For me, this is one of those series I have the Spurs and the Rockets. That's going to come down to Greg Popovich single-handedly leading the Spurs. I mean, this is a series that Greg Popovich is going to He's going to dictate this entire series. I think you know the firepower for the Rockets is, is ridiculous. I love them. But they're 1-3 versus the Spurs this year. When you got a guy like Kawhi Leonard... Uh, unstoppable force. Uh, this Spurs team, I'm a little worried because I do think the Rockets with Lou Williams have a lot of talent, can shoot the ball, but the Spurs defense is going to collapse. I mean, they're just going to they're going to be tenacious. They're going to Kawhi Leonard is going to shut down. I think James Harden one or, one or two games in this series, and Greg Popovich is going to be the reason why the Spurs win in seven games versus the Rockets. And I think Greg Popovich can draw up all kind of defenses to double team James Harden wherever he goes, follow him around. Also, if they play Russell Westbrook, he can do the same thing and put Kawhi on Russell. It's going to be a very tough matchup for either of these teams to come out of. Let's go Warriors and Clippers. I think this is pretty obvious as well. I mean, the Warriors and the Clippers play similar styles. Right. Uh, Warriors swept the the Clippers in the season series. I don't think I don't. I'm, I'm going to say a sweep again. I really don't think a game is going to become within 30 points. I mean, the the Clippers. I just don't think they have enough juice to do it. I really think Blake Griffin's going to move on in the offseason. This could be an end of the era where the Clippers are good. Clippers are very talented, but mm-hmm. I mean, when you got I a agree. team that plays exactly like you in the Golden State Warriors and it's just 10 times better, I mean, you right. don't really have a chance no. in this series. And no. I got the Warriors in, in five. I think the Clippers maybe can squeak out one victory. Um, but 
the Warriors are just way too talented, too much. Uh, huge talent gap. I just think the Warriors have got this one in the bag. Let's go to the East now. Uh, Cleveland, Toronto. Now, Cleveland swept Toronto in a season series, but I don't think Toronto had Serge Ibaka or P.J. Tucker. Who do you got? I'm going to go Toronto. <gasps> I think this is the end of LeBron era as we know it. I, I can't. Oh I can't believe that I'm saying it. I, I've been hoping, wishing, praying for it for years now. I think it's over. Cleveland has really, really see, hit their ceiling. Their defense has been atrocious lately. LeBron has been complaining about every little thing, yelling at his teammates. There's not the chemistry that's there. You know what? If if they make the finals, I'm not surprised. But I'm gonna go PJ Tucker, LeBron stopper. I'm gonna go Damari Carroll, LeBron stopper. When PJ Tucker's tired, I'm gonna go Toronto. In seven, closing it out in Cleveland, and LeBron lays on the middle of the floor, crying like the little baby he is. I don't think this is an error for LeBron. I just think that Cleveland's end of the season struggles, honestly. I mean, how many fourth-quarter blown leads have they had? I mean, you can blame a little couple on the refs, but this Cleveland team just hasn't been the same in the second half of the season. I mean, Please, they're dominant. Toronto. They're a dominant team sometimes, but honestly, if, if Kyrie Irving does not go crazy, I think, in every in, in, in every game and in crunch time, this team is, is not going to win. Um, and I and I love the additions Toronto made. I think this team is incredibly talented. I think people are sleeping on Toronto a little bit. I know Cleveland's a great team. I know they have the best player in the world. But Toronto has guys like DeMar DeRozan and Kyle Lowry, and they both didn't can have... put the ball in the basket with the easiest thing they can possibly do. They, I mean, they, they're both just natural scorers, especially, especially DeMar DeRozan. That guy's a walking bucket. I mean... He will put he will match LeBron every point, and then Kyle Lowry will match Kyrie Irving. I just think I think this is a nightmare matchup for the Cleveland Cavaliers, and it's finally the year that Toronto takes over Cleveland. We the North moving on. I, you know what? I, Toronto has never beaten. I mean, has not beaten Cleveland, but they had didn't have Pichu Tucker and and Serge Ibaka. And if Serge Ibaka can gel, if he can make some shots from deep, if, if he, he can, can out-round, rebound, out-round, out-rebound Tristan Thompson, definitely. Yeah, he's just what he's got to do. they got to rebound. they got to play a solid defense, which this team can do. They've struggled with scoring the ball a little bit with this group. But if DeMar DeRozan can shoot the ball well in this series, if Kyle Lowry can facilitate and shoot the ball well in this series. And this they is can personal. Get... This is personal for the Raptors, too. They want this. They want oh, this. Oh, yeah, they've never bad. been able to beat LeBron. I mean, they've, they've been close, but they just can't They can't get the job done. The X factor in this series, to me, is going to be Serge Ibaka. And if he can hit some he can some threes, if he can out-rebound Tristan Thompson, I really believe that he will do that. And I think in seven games, Toronto can pull it out. It's hard for me to say that just because of who LeBron is. I mean, he never – Never loses. I mean, six straight finals appearances, and you're going to lose in the, in the semis, Eastern Conference semis. But the strong team is incredibly dangerous to me. I think they're very underrated. They can gel a little bit. I got them over Cleveland. I'm going to put I'm going to put a two to one odds on the fact that um, a ten to one odds on the fact that Toronto moves on. But if Toronto moves on, I'm going to put a one to five odds that LeBron ends up crying in the middle of the floor. Ah! That's not. LeBron. I mean. <laughs> Uh, he's he's a he's the best player in the world. Don't get me wrong, but I don't know. It's gonna be tough. head down, hands overhead, laying flat. His giant six nine body, middle of the floor, real tears. Let's go Toronto and I mean, uh, sorry about that. The Wizards and the Celtics. Uh, this is gonna be an incredible matchup. I think. I mean, I think this is gonna be the funnest besides maybe Toronto and Cleveland. The funnest second round matchup. I mean, there's a ton of fun second round matchups. Yeah, the playoffs are amazing this year. The matchups are amazing all over the board. 
I'm super excited to watch. I remember earlier in the season, the Wizards were all black, like it was a playoff game versus the Celtics. This team, these teams do not get along well at mm-hmm. all. Mm-hmm. Can't wait, can't wait. Playoff and basketball, playoff atmosphere, NBA playoff atmosphere. I'm so excited. I just think the Celtics are going to be a little too much in seven games for them. I'm, I, I'm not even going to give it that. I'm going to go Celtics in six, Celtics in five. It's type like that. I think Celtics are going to be too much, and I think this is the year they move on to the Eastern Conference Finals. I love this Celtics team, but this Wizards team, I mean, they're not going to go out. This is one of the series, like you said last round, the Hawks. Uh, this is a series that I think is going to go seven games. And I don't think the Wizards will allow it not to go any less than seven games. I mean, these, these guys hate each other, these teams. Uh, they hate each other. They're going to play hard-nosed basketball. Every game's going to come down to the wire. But when you think about it, game seven being in Boston, in, in, that, in the garden, it'll be a little too much. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go Western Conference Finals. We both agreed on Golden State Spurs. Yeah, Golden State Spurs, yeah. All right, what do you think here? You think this is the year Golden State doesn't make the finals? Uh, No, I got to go Golden State in this one. Too I talented. Agree. I agree. Um, I love the Spurs, but they've been inconsistent, especially at the end of the season as well as, as Cleveland has been. And Popovich hasn't been happy with it. And I think Golden State uh, just way too talented of a group. I mean, they were down, I think, and the, the last time the Spurs played the Golden State Warriors, I think the Warriors were down like 25 to – Two or something like that, and they came back and won that game. Isn't the last time they played where they both rested all no, six no, of their no, players? No, I don't think so. I, I was on ESPN. It was that big debate whether people, uh, NBA teams should rest their superstars. I think it was uh, when they didn't have Kevin Durant, but I'm, I'm not sure if they rested their players in that game. I remember one of the games that they didn't. They were down 25-2, to two and they yeah, came back and terrible. won. It was terrible to watch. I mean, these – this is a point in, in the playoffs when the Warriors are already going to have time for Kevin Durant to gel back with this lineup. And Draymond Green, defensive X factor in this series, I think he's going to pose too big of a, a defensive challenge for Kawhi. I know Kawhi is not going to be shut down by any means, but Draymond Green's an amazing defender. Mm-hmm. And he's, I mean, this Golden State team, I mean, they're incredibly talented. They're going to be a little go, too much. I'm going to go Golden State in six. Just because they're too much, it's just like you just said, everything you said I agree with. Golden State's just the best team in the world at this point. They're the best team that's might might be the best team that's ever stepped foot on an NBA floor. When you have Clay, Steph, KD, Draymond, Iggy, that's just it's not fair for the rest of them. So I'm gonna go Golden State in five or six, not seven. All right, so we got Golden State coming out of the West. Who we got coming out of the East? Um, it's gonna be tough for me. I think that I love Toronto. Uh, I mean, I love Boston. And I think Toronto is an incredibly talented team. Al Horford said this team's special. And this team, they got really good defenders. They, I mean, this, they play similar styles of play. And they got similar players. Uh, I think DeMar DeRozan is going to be the X factor if he can, if he can outmatch Celtics' secondary score. Because besides Isaiah Thomas, if he does not put up numbers – who is Celtics going to have? I mean, I know they have Al Horford. I know they have Avery Bradley and Jay Crowder, but they're not going to put up the type of numbers that a secondary scorer like Kyle Lowry would. And I think if DeMar DeRozan is going to lead this Toronto team. In the NBA I'm going to go. Yep. I'm going to go Toronto. Toronto in five games. Oh, heck no. That's five going games. Seven. That's going Toronto seven. in five games because the matchups are just terrible. I, the, the only one, one matchup that I'm looking forward to watching is the Kyle Lowry versus Isaiah Thomas because of the hype. Factor because most of the time when uh, Isaiah Thomas is being guarded, is regarded by a 6'3, 6'2 point guard like the average NBA point guard is. But Kyle Lowry is only 5'11. Isaiah Thomas is 5'9. So that might be an advantage, IT. 
Also, another good matchup, I take it back, is Avery Bradley guarding DeMar DeRozan. It's good to be, I think these games are going to be low 80s, high 70s, low 90s, high 80s area. You're not going to get like 120 to 122 point win. They're going to be low games, hard nose. It's going to be playoff basketball, playoff atmosphere. Like I said, Toronto in five. I mean, I think it's definitely going to go to seven. And I'm going to have to switch my pick here to Boston just because I think playing in a garden in seven games. Of course you are. I'm just thinking about are. the matchups a little bit more. And Toronto's definitely struggled scoring the ball. And Boston has great perimeter defenders. And I think Avery Bradley is going to have put a big, big, big um, defensive stop. When we walked into the studio, I could have put $500 on the fact that Robbie was going to pick the Celtics in the finals. I mean, I was thinking about putting Toronto, but I'm thinking seven games. This is why Boston wanted that number one seed, and they got it. And they're playing at home in the Garden. They got a special roster this year. I just think the Boston Celtics, man, you watch out, baby. They're the best. Uh, they're going to the final. That's funny. I just so I I mean it's not not gonna happen. I can't automatically say. You know that. what the X factor is in this series? Marcus Smart. <laughs> crunch time plays huge minutes and is a beast in crunch time. He single handedly wins games off steals, defensive plays. I thought Isaiah Thomas won games single handedly. Is he the one that's averaging like ten point two points? Isaiah Thomas quarter? is our. He's he's a beast, but when people look at the box where they don't see the type of things that Marcus Smart does, and you have to watch the Celtics to realize that Marcus Smart is just a winner, and he's one of the biggest reasons why the Celtics are number one seed this year. You you're gonna see you're gonna see in the playoffs this show how much of a important factor Marcus Smart is, and I think he's the X factor. I had to switch. I hope it. I hope Boston gets out first round. It's never can't. gonna happen. They're too good. Uh, I have Boston versus Golden State in my finals. You have. Golden Toronto. State versus Toronto. I have Golden State in six. I have Golden whoever State they play. in six. They're, I mean, this is just ridiculous. They're too talented of a team, whoever they play. Yep, and I think KD gets his first ring, and I'm going to hate him for the rest of my life because he left my beloved Thunder. I think he's a terrible basketball player, and he doesn't deserve a ring if it's not in a Thunder uniform. And I hope he tears his ACL. I know it's terrible to say, but I hope, I hope his career is over. I can't tell you my hatred for this guy. And watching him, if he wins a ring, I'm going to be so mad. I won't watch it. I, I will refuse to watch it. I will refuse to watch that guy put on a ring that doesn't say Thunder on it. Because he blew the series last year for the Thunder. I didn't know. He, we were up three, they were up 3-1 to one against the Golden State Warriors. And we lose to the Golden State Warriors. And where does he go? The Golden State Warriors. He's a coward. That's Finals all MVP. he'll ever be. Going to be Steph Curry Finals MVP. That man never shows up in the playoffs, Robbie. You know he never shows up in oh, the playoffs. Oh, he's going to show up this year. He's going to show up in the NBA Finals. He's going to show up all playoffs long. He's going to prove the doubters wrong. He's Steph Curry, second best player in the world. Finals MVP, Steph Curry. Mark it on the calendar, ladies and gentlemen. Now we're going to talk a little bit about Major League Baseball. Oh, it's started back. Up a couple it's weeks. back. I'm so glad it's back. We found a newfound love for the MLB. What we're going to do is we're going to talk about surprise teams. Not only our surprise good team, but our surprise bad team. We'll kick it off with your surprise good team. Robbie, where you at? I got Cincinnati Reds. Uh, who would have expected this from them? Uh, they've homered in every game but one game this year. Uh, this, you got Suarez, you got Kozar, both over 400 batting average. You got Duvall and Hamilton, both over 300 batting average. I mean, Votto has struggled this year, and he's probably their best player. He's going to turn it on later in the season, but this team's 7-2 even with Votto's struggles. It's because of the bullpen. I mean, I watched him versus the Pirates. This bullpen gave up. Uh, I remember Brandon Fanagan pitched like four innings and then for like six straight innings until the rest of the game. He didn't even give up a single run. I don't even. I don't think they gave up a single hit. This this bullpen has been ridiculous. I think they got a rookie pitcher. Do you think they're a playoff team? 
I don't know. It's way too early to tell. I think they're just my surprise start team. I think if their pitching can continue to play the way they are. Okay, but uh, I'm asking you to make a prediction. Um, make I prediction. don't think they're going to make the playoffs this year. I think they're going to slow down a little bit. Amir Garrett, rookie, 12 innings. It was a, it was a record before he gave up a run, and he, he did so last night. Uh, but he's just this, this pitching staff, if they can continue to play the way they will, uh, they will make the playoffs, but I don't think they will. I mean – Especially the bullpen. I never expected this from the Cincinnati Reds. Um, I don't think just because the Central is too good. With Chicago Cubs, you got St. Louis Cardinals and the Pittsburgh Pirates. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. But uh, they're going to be darn close to it. Who, what about you? What's your surprise team? I got the Detroit Tigers sitting at top of the AL Central at 6-2. and two. I think Justin Verlander's is back to... Is that a surprise to- team? Give me a break. You want to be wrong because they were... Pre- they're predicted to be in the top half of that area. I, I don't know about that. I mean, they didn't play well last year. I mean, I mean, this is a team that, that was a borderline playoff team, and they could be a borderline playoff team this year. And sitting at 6-2, and two, Verlander is back. He's back to his prime. He's 2-0 with 14 strikeouts and a 1.35 ERA between two games. I think this Tigers team has very good offense. They're playing good defensively. And if they can figure out their bullpen, then this is a team that is going to win the AL uh, AL Central easily. I would disagree with the surprise team because they have every piece but their bullpen. They're expected to be good. I mean, Justin Verlander should have won the Cy Young last year, if you ask me. This team definitely is, back to his Their plan. hitting is sensational. Their pitching is sensational other than their bullpen. I don't know if they're a surprise team to me. Um, maybe being first maybe a little bit, but... They've lost uh, two games. I mean, they're doing playing really well. They're playing really well. Who's your surprise bad team issue? They were swept by Arizona. Their defense looks awful. I mean... What they've been doing is just, it's embarrassing for what they were last year compared to what they are this year. Let me just, let me read off to you some of these scores they've let off. They've let off five runs, four runs, six runs, uh, seven runs, 11 runs. Their defense just looks so bad compared to what it was last year. And what this team was expected to be this year, I think I'm a little worried if I'm a Cleveland Indians fan. You can't be worried off you're the Cleveland Indians. I mean, Corey Kluber didn't start off that well last year either. Uh, This team... They didn't, I don't think they started off well last year. year. But it's way too early. The Cleveland Indians are just too too talented. They're going to get back on track. Only 4-4. Four and four. I mean, that's, that's a fine start fair. to the season. Um, for me, it's the Blue Jays. I mean, 1-7 and seven starts of the season. Are you kidding me? I mean, they got guys like Troy Tulowitzki, uh, Jose Bautista, yeah, Russell Martin. They're definitely disappointed right now. Jock Donaldson. I mean, this team is incredibly talented. Mm-hmm. Across the board, mm-hmm. they haven't done anything. They've struggled. Um, I even like their pitching staff a little bit. When you got guys like Marcus Stroman, a young guy in Aaron Sanchez who I think is a superstar talent, but Francisco Liriano's first start was dreadful. J.A. Happ's first two starts have been dreadful. Um, I mean, I'm a little disappointed. Jose Bautista's batting 138. Russell Martin's batting 48. I mean, not even in the 100s, he's batting that bad. Um... I'm incredibly shocked about what Toronto started this season. I think they are going to pick it back up. I mean, when you got a team that this that's this talented, um, they're going to have to pick it back up. They got pitching staff. I think they got hitting. They just haven't put it together yet. That's why I'm surprised a little bit about them with, with the superstar talent that they have. Uh, but but that's it for for here's where you're wrong today. I mean, Golden State are both of our finals picks. Boston gets back to the finals for the right. first time since the Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce. Ray Allen and Rajon Rondo era for you. You got Toronto making it for the first time. And, mm-hmm. and I don't know how long it's been for Toronto, but we both have Golden State winning. All right, guys. Go follow our Twitter. It's at where you're wrong, the grammatically incorrect wrong. And go rate us a five stars on iTunes. And if you give us a good comment and a five star, or just give us a shout out on Twitter, 
then we'll give you a shout out live. That's right, a shout out live on air. Okay guys, don't shake your babies. We're heading out. Yeah.